Hey guys, it's Gabriel Brown here with another installation to my podcast on how credit made my imaginations come true. Today I want to talk about a few things that uh, are very important to launching a business, a checklist for launching a business. Now I'm not going to go over all the things that you should do, but I want to talk about a couple of things that caused a challenge for me years ago, many years ago when I uh, first launched a business and I was not sure how to protect the assets and the intellectual property of the business. Okay, so specifically I want to talk to you about your trademarks. Okay, trademarks and copywriting. Now, I'm not a trademark attorney or a copyright attorney, um, but I'm just sharing with you my opinion as it relates to what happened to me and how I had to protect myself. Um, Typically, in business, I'm going to say this. I'm going to really go out on a limb and say this. Typically, in business, um, the people that attack you are mostly not from outside of your organization, but people that you have invited into your circle. Uh, That could be affiliates. uh, That could be partners. That could be former employees, uh, former business owners. You know, it's interesting, but um, some of the challenges, when it occurs, you're you're blindsided by it because you're thinking, oh, my God, that was a partner of mine. That was an affiliate of mine. That was a former employee of mine, whatever it may be. But the challenge that I had was, um, you know, with some independent contractors, you know, after you uh, hire a couple of independent contractors to do sales for you or marketing for you, um, sometimes they'll find that uh, if they don't agree with the way you're managing them or instructing them or or paying them or whatever it is, disagreements happen and they evolve over, you know, long periods of time or short periods. It just depends. But the thing that happened is uh, these contractors went out and, against the non-compete and non-disclosure agreement, uh, started their own business and became a competitor of mine. Now, one of the ways of protecting your business is, I just mentioned it a few seconds ago, is through non-competes and non-disclosures. And uh, this can ward off a lot of um, unwarranted competition from inside, but some people don't respect non-competes and non-disclosures. They'll sign them, but they won't abide by them. So early on, I had to deal with some of those challenges with uh, people becoming competitors that were independent contractors. Another challenge I had um, with regards to protecting uh, business or my business was uh, trademarking. All right, I had a very popular... Uh, slogan that I uh, created, excuse me, I'm driving and the phone just shifted while I turned a corner, and I had a very popular slogan that I was using, and one of my um, mentees uh, decided that they wanted to use my slogan in uh, in their hashtags uh, on their copy for their Facebook ads, Instagram ads. And 
because this slogan was something that I actually had as a URL. Uh, I actually had it uh, as billboards. Um, and um, I had a trademark application submitted for it. So um, it's interesting when you have to have a talk with someone that's been a, associated or nearly associated, you know, with your organization as a mentee, uh, go off and use your slogan, okay? Uh, that's another uh, challenge. How do you stop that? You know, what do you do? You send a cease and desist letter, right? Uh, but you don't want to have, you know, a major legal issue with people and spend money uh, that you don't have to, uh, especially with someone that, you know, you know, someone that you can reach out to and say, hey, um, I don't think this is right, okay? So you got a non-disclosure agreement. You need to trademark your slogans, okay? Um, then I, you know, had an issue where I hired a contractor to do some SEO and SEM work for me, search engine optimization and trying to uh, get ranking in uh, Google search results or business listing directories, directories, you know, whatever it is. Um, and, uh, of course, you give them license to uh, do certain things on your behalf, and sometimes you even give them access to uh, usernames and passwords to really uh, important you know, accounts and online assets. And um, so I had this contractor that was creating URLs for me. And um, early on, many years ago, I didn't think to have the URLs purchased by me on my credit card. And within my um, my account, it could have been GoDaddy or One-in-One or whatever account you may be using. But when this contractor was purchasing the URLs, they were buying them in, with their credit card and and in their account and then transferring the ownership of them to me. Well, a challenge occurred, and lo and behold, now I'm marketing on these, driving traffic on these URLs, and... Um, there was a challenge with that contractor and their business partner, and they dissolved that organization. And now they're in a legal issue where the assets of the business are under question. And now the things that were purchased for me, I have leads and traffic going to those URLs, but I can't get full ownership until their legal issue resolves. So I ended up having to, to get .net instead of .com of the variation of those URLs to secure my position. So this is another way that you need to be very focused and dialed in on when you're trying to protect your intellectual property and your, your trademarks and your online assets and offline assets because these things come up without you seeing them. They kind of blindside you because you never figure you're going to have a challenge over a URL. 
You're going to have a challenge over a slogan that you're using. You're going to have a challenge over your process, your tactics and your strategies and your your intellectual property for your business. So I'm telling you this because it's so important that you make sure that you don't overlook these little minor details. Maybe you want to uh, get yourself a uh, corporate attorney, okay, someone that can walk you through some of these challenges that may occur and you can be more proactive. Now, another issue uh, that you may have in trying to protect your business is you have competitors that speak ill of you or defame you to customers that are in their presence, and then those customers come to you and tell you what your competitor said, and you may get emotional about it. I suggest you, you know, just be calm. Don't get emotional. Uh, people are going to say things about you as long as you're in the public domain, and much of it is going to be something that you don't like. Okay? Um, you know, if you choose to reach out to that competitor, you know, I would just send a nice email, you know, asking them to uh, review your credentials and give them your credentials so that they're not um, confused about what your company represents and and uh, what you do at your organization. And so if, if there's anything that they're saying about you that is inaccurate, at least now they have been placed on notice what should be and what is accurately um, depicting you based on what you have given them in your email uh, with the, the bullet point of all your credentials. Now, another challenge you may have is with um, actual clients or people that pretend to be clients that defame you in reviews. Okay, there's online reviews where uh, people will defame you and say uh, that they've been in your organization and they've uh, done business with you, and they haven't done business with you. They haven't had a uh, any contact with you, and they're just writing a fake review to cause you to lose business and direct business to other companies. And sometimes they'll even recommend who you should do business with in their reviews. Okay? So these are fake reviews. How do you protect yourself against that? Okay? You need to prepare for that now. And then you'll have clients that have done business with you that misinterpret, misrepresent, embellish, and defame you online about the actual relationship or the actual business transaction and do it because they hope to use it as leverage to get you to reach out to them and do more business for them or give them free services. And so how do you handle that? For instance, if you're in a, a business where there's a lot of confidentiality related to your services with the clients and you get emotional and respond to a client that's defaming you or misinterpreting or embellishing what happened during the time that you were servicing them, and you go on a rant and tell all the truth about 
the relationship, the business relationship, the business transaction, and you breached confidentiality and shared too much trying to prove that you're right and the client's wrong, how do you protect yourself from that client suing you when really they started the problem in your mind by trying to defame your business and your character? So you got to be very careful that you don't let these types of uh, situations present themselves and you mishandle them. Okay, I know we've talked about a lot, talked about quite a bit of challenges that you could have as a business owner, but I want you to have these things in your in your psyche as you go forth and maybe meet with an attorney and put something in position where you can be proactive in protecting your intellectual property, your trademarks, your slogans, your reputation, okay? So know this. This is very important, and I really uh, can't stress enough, and I can go through some more actual situations, but I don't want this podcast to be too long, so I'll speak with you on the next podcast, and until then, be prosperous and go forth and continue uh, to grow your business and be cognizant of the threats, okay, that could come against you while you're doing business.